What's going on, Golf Addicts? DB here, and this is a firsthand look at the host course for the Mexico Open at Vedanta. It is Vedanta Vallarta, the Greg Norman signature design. It's a brand new event on the PJ Tour, and not a lot is known about this place. Obviously, we don't have historical stats to look at or past performances to look at. So I'm just going to give you what we do know in a quick amount of time. All right. Before I do that, go ahead and hit the like, hit the subscribe button, please, if you don't mind and leave a comment. Um, it could be any comment. Actually, if you find something very helpful in this video, put in the comments what that is. If you find something later on somewhere else from a different source, come back and comment what that is. It can help everybody out, help us all kind of handicap, help us figure out our models for betting and DFS purposes. Let's get into it. Let me give you the basics on this golf course. Now, I don't have a lot of flashy graphics this week because there's just no point because there's just not a lot of data. But it's a par 71. It is another Greg Norman design. I'm sure the PJ Tour is really tickled to have yet another Greg Norman designed the, uh, the, the, the head of Live Golf Investments in the Saudi Golf Tour. But here we are. It sits right on the Pacific Ocean in Mexico. Uh, there's a view. It runs alongside the Ameca River. Uh, but it's very coastal. This is a coastal spot. It's originally built as a resort course, right? The Vedanta resorts are beautiful places. But when the PJ Tour signed a three-year contract to host this event, they definitely beefed up the place. They made a lot of changes. They made it more difficult. It's going to be pretty interesting. You need to know this course is at sea level. There are mountains behind it, and in some of the views, it's kind of hilly, and the terrain's beautiful. But this is at sea level, unlike some of the other coastal tracks that we sometimes play or Mexico, the Mexico event pri prior to this uh, at Club de Golf Chapultepec, I believe it was. Um, so no elevation help here. This is all at, at, at sea level. It's a par 71. They did make two of the par fives uh, into par fours for the PGA Tour event. So it's a par 71. And it's about 74.50 if they tip it out. Now, that's something everybody needs to understand is not, not every scorecard yardage that you see put out by the PGA Tour is what it's going to play every day. Okay, you may already know that. That may seem really simple to a lot of you, but that's not how it's going to play. They move the tees around. That's basically its tipped yardage. Like at the max, here's what it could play. Obviously, the Tour will change that to spice it up every day, or they may change it based on weather. But that's, that's what this course could do. So it's pretty lengthy. A par 71, over 7,400 yards. Um, it was designed in 2015 by Norman. And here's you know, basically, it's always been pretty wide off the fairways, very wide. And it's always had past Palom grass from tee to green. We see that a lot uh, with the Corrales event, with the Puerto Rico event, with other resort-style courses that pass Palom grass. It, it can run kind of slow, um, which you kind of have to do when it's on the coast and you have winds that can really tear up a green if you run it too fast. They can brown them out, kill them. Um, so, you know, the greens here, I, I don't know that I put a whole lot of emphasis in putting stats on past Palum. Not a lot of these guys are going to have a whole lot of data to go off or a sample size to go off of. So I'm not sure I'd put a lot of weight into that. Um, you know, and, and I think it kind of neutralizes put, bad putters and good putters really no matter what. So it's all about, roll. you know, if you're feeling it, you're feeling it. Past Palum isn't really something that I would put a lot of weight into in my model. Um, here's a couple of things they did. They added 51 bunkers to the property. There were like 55 on there already, and they've added 51. I'm sure some of those were in some of these landing areas that they suspect these tour pros are going to try to hit it in, um, and obviously some around the greens. But they did add now, so it makes a total of 106 bunkers on the property Obviously, it's coastal. There's going to be water features, and there are. There there's, tends to be more water on the on the golf course than maybe what could come into play. I really think, based on looking around, you're, you're only going to get about five or six, maybe seven holes where water actually comes into play, which is still not – I mean, it's not a small amount. Um, uh, Carlos Ortiz, who's participating in the event, he's Mexican. Um, he's sponsored by Vedanta. You can see it on his hat. 
he might have some familiarity with this, but this is a brand new golf course to even the people who play there all the time. So probably not a lot of home field advantage there for Carlos. Those are kind of some things to know. I want to look at the scorecard that the PGA Tour has put out because I want to show you something, and then I want to talk through kind of the type of golfer that I'm really targeting. But this is a good week to pump the nut hut, and here's why. Because we have multiple caddy friends and players on site this week playing the Mexico Open. And I've already confirmed with a couple of them that as on as of Monday afternoon when they arrive, they'll be happy to send over some information to us about the golf course, about the conditions, about what they see, about what they think in terms of how it's going to play. And we pass that along, we pass that down on the podcast some, but a lot of it we actually get then on Tuesdays and Wednesdays after they've had a chance to walk around the course some more and see it played. And that really comes out in the Wednesday night live chat in the Nut Hut. So if you're not already a Nut Hut member, you're wondering what that is. It's just a private Discord server. If you don't know what Discord is, it's probably the biggest chat service in the world right now. Um, community, if you will. It's, it builds community, right? So join the Nut Hut. You can actually get in for free. Um, so if you just click the link in our uh, in, in this description below, or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, click the link there. You can go to our website. You can see how to get started. If you want to go ahead and be a full member and unlock all the access, then you can pay $10 a month or $90 a year, whatever you want to do. And there's a ton of benefit to this. I promise you, there will be one week a year, at least, where you feel like you've paid your monthly, your yearly membership and then some because of some nugget that was given in the Nut Hut. So check out the Nut Hut, and you can just, like I said, if you already have a Discord account, you can use your same Discord username and get in the server for free. There will, there will just be a lot of things hidden to your view um, that we don't show everybody, we don't give access to unless you're a paying member. So check that out. It's going to be good. Let's take a look at the front nine scorecard to start. All right, here's the front nine scorecard. Uh, only one par five, two par threes on the front nine. The rest, obviously, par fours. The par threes, uh, number five, playing about 208, could tip out. Number nine, playing about 174. Uh, I mean, the par threes here are uh, maybe average, I guess. I don't think they're overly long, especially if these are tipped out yardages. Um, but yeah, a couple over 200 yards and some right in that 170 to 175 range. The par five on this front side, 603 yards at the tips. Probably not going to be a ton of eagles on that hole, even if they shortened it a little bit, if it was 580. Uh, you still might not see a whole lot of eagles on that hole uh, unless there's a significant wind assisting or something like that. So probably not a ton of eagles to be found here, but notice the par fours. Number one, 415-yard par four, pretty pretty benign. Number two is a 498 par four. That's interesting. Number three, another kind of average, 445 yards. Number four, a 520-yard par four. So number two, number four, and number eight are all either – between five can be tipped out between 496 yards and 520 yards. So this is obviously where there's a lot of lot of distance here being added. Number seven is a par four at 297 yards, basically 200 yards shorter than any of the other big three par fours on the front nine that we just mentioned. Keep all this in mind because I do think uh, there's something to be you know to be gleaned from this. Let's look at the back nine. On the back nine, number 10 is 475 yard par four. That's a beast. Number 11, the par 3, 195. The other par 3 here is number 17 at 226. And then there's number 13, sorry, three par 3s. or Yeah, three par 3s on the back. That's at 170. The two par 5s on this side, number 12 is 637 yards tipped. That is a beast. Probably not a ton of eagles there either. Number 14 tips out at 585 yards. Uh, that, that one could be gettable by some of these guys, especially if it plays a little shorter. And then number 18 is where there's going to be a lot of drama, and I love this. It's a 548-yard par four, which by PGA Tour standards is probably pretty average uh, to even shorter. 
uh, than, than most par fives. So probably could see some eagles and some drama here on the 18th, but more par fours where it's just daunting. Number 10 is 475. Number, uh, uh, number 16 is 505 yards as a par four. Par 71, so you can see that there's obviously um, there's a lot of long par fours. I think this whole thing sets up for bombers. I mean, give me wide open fairways. I've heard recently, or I've seen already, that the rough is not very penal whatsoever. Uh, obviously, you can't miss too much on a hole where maybe water comes into play. But I think these guys are going to be ripping driver. I think uh, with all that open, you know, open terrain off the tee, that's what we're going to see. And then it's really going to be about your your iron play and approaching these greens to give yourself enough birdie opportunities to get it going. Uh, I've heard the tournament director supposedly wants the winning score around 18 under. I, I think if there's not significant weather, it's going to be better than that. It could be 20 to 22, uh, 22 under here. But you, you, I think you want guys who are going to give themselves those opportunities, and the longer hitters are going to have so much shorter, so much shorter clubs into some of these long par fours. Um, and I, I think that's going to be the ultimate difference maker here. So, really, I think you're just—it's kind of—and this tournaments like this are kind of a crapshoot. They really are because it's a brand new event we don't know a lot about. It's a resort style course which always lends itself to a lot of birdies and, and and with a weak field like this. I mean, John Rahm, Daniel Berger, Patrick Reed, Tony Finau are the four you know big players here uh, at Vedanta. It's a very weak field, and we're also probably already we're already seeing withdrawals. So um, I think if the tournament continues to see weak fields like this, and, and especially this year, we're going to see a lot of variance on the leaderboard. So uh, I like young, aggressive bombers who are going to go out there and just try to rip this place apart. Um, your Cam Young types. I don't know if he's in the field. I don't think he is. Uh, but some of those guys that could that could really do some damage here. I mean, don't forget, like Martin Trainers won at what, what do you win? Corrales or Puerto Rico? Like, give me a break. Um, so it, you know, guys, guy, this, this could go to anybody. This could definitely be long shot season. I'm sure a guy like John Rom showing up here is going to be at like five to one. But at an event like this, don't be afraid. You're going to feel nauseous when you're building lineups and probably making those 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 betting tickets. It's going to be rough, all right? So there you go. There you have it. That's the Vedanta, Ved, Ved, uh, easy for me to say, Vedanta, mother, Vedanta Vallarta. It's probably Vedanta, Vedanta Vallarta. I don't know. Who knows? I'm not, I took Spanish a couple years in college, didn't learn much. So that's it. New course on the PJ Tour, everything you need to know, but obviously check out more on the podcast and in the Nut Hut, and let's have a week. See you.